on April 19th, a week before Ivan's scheduled execution date. His death warrant was withdrawn. Collin County Judge Benjamin Smith signed a motion that stated, Having concluded that additional proceedings are necessary on the subsequent application for writ of habeas corpus, filed by Mr. Cantu on April 18th, the court orders that Mr. Cantu's execution date be withdrawn pending further order. In that subsequent writ, which we'll get into in an upcoming episode, Judge Benjamin Smith had been made aware of all the issues that have been documented along the way on this podcast. Coming so close to that gurney, the pressure was mounting. And I'd like to thank everyone who stepped up and reached out and asked how they could help and called the governor's office and the Collin County DA's office. Unbeknownst to any of us, there was one phone call made to the DA's office back in 2022 that added to the mounting file of newly discovered evidence. I remember making a phone call to Collin County in Texas. So you remember making the call about six weeks ago yeah. in February? Yeah. This thing goes to court and trial, I have one shot and one opportunity to be not guilty or I go to prison in death row. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's the reality of it. We have busted alibis, we have caught people in lies. This is just insane because everybody's pointing the finger at somebody else. You just don't hear every day walking in somebody's house, they're going to take the plastic out and pop somebody. So he could get the execution date pretty much any day? Yeah. There's no impediment. This is Cousins by Blood. Episode 42, The Jeff Betcher Interview. Emails were made available as an exhibit of Ivan's subsequent application of habeas corpus, which again was the legal filing that Gina Bunn submitted one day prior to Ivan's stay of execution. These emails give some insight of the events leading up to Jeff's interview. On February 7, 2022, a Collin County DA's office receptionist emailed a DA investigator. I'm really not sure what this guy wants or what kind of information he has. He called a few times last week asking for a prosecutor. Could you try calling him back? And then that DA investigator emailed another DA investigator. The caller is Jeffrey Betcher. Mr. Betcher told me that at the time of trial, he was a drug addict, strung out and basically went along for the free ride. He said the statement he provided the court gave the impression the murders were premeditated on Cantu's part. Mr. Betcher told me he gave a false statement and there was no premeditation involved. He said he knows Cantu is on death row and this has been weighing heavily on his mind. And then on March 22, 2022, the assistant district attorney and an investigator from the Collin County DA's office made a trip up to Minnesota. It's not specified what facility this interview took place, but it looks to be a jail holding cell. Gray cement bricks, a small desk by the door, and two empty chairs. In the video, 
Jeff sits across from the desk in the opposite corner of the room in a third chair. As he waits for them to enter, he's leaned back in the chair with his back against the bricks. His arms are crossed and his legs stretched out. He's wearing a black shirt with white letters. He's not wearing any shoes and he's got on baggy blue jeans and white socks. Ironic. The two ladies enter. We're here to talk to you about it because you did. And I know you briefly spoke with an investigator, right. um, but it was a very brief conversation. So we're here to have just a bigger conversation about it. Okay. That was Amy Murphy, the assistant DA. She represented Collin County at Ivan's DNA hearings. She's got shoulder length blonde hair. And during this interview, she's wearing a pink shirt with blue jeans. She sits down directly across from Jeff in the chair by the door. The investigator sits in the chair by the far wall. So the formation in the room for questioning is the ADA on the left, Jeff on the right, and the investigator in the middle towards the top of the screen, making a triangle. I know it's been a very long time since all of these events happened. Yeah. And a lot has gone on. I'm right to hear about Amy, and I'm sorry about that. Yeah, she died. So, I'm Amy Murphy. Okay. And this is Lori. That's Lori Gibbs, the DA investigator. The same role as Dale Lundberg, who you'll remember met with Eichenberg and I after the Rolex discovery. Before working at the DA's office, Lori Gibb was an FBI special agent, and she looks as much. She has short, dark black hair, a navy fleece jacket, black pants, and black boots. Going back to when you were in Texas and you lived with Amy and Ivan, um, did you always believe everything Ivan told you? Not necessarily. Do you remember um, leading up to the trial before actually going into trial, speaking with one of the prosecutors over the phone and, and meeting with her? No. What's interesting is there's no record of the police interviewing Jeff in the case file, so it would seem that the prosecutor took Jeff's first statement not the police. Do you remember testifying at trial coming into Dallas? Yeah. Can you tell me what you remember about just coming in and testifying? Well, I was just wrong on my testimony as far as, you know, I was pretty much a drug addict. And, you know. yeah. Before we get into that, just do you recall coming to testify? Yeah, I recall coming to testify. Okay. Do you remember going to the courthouse? Yeah. Do you remember being on the stands? Yeah. Do you remember where you... Stayed, would you have stayed at a hotel or with friends? Yeah, with the hotel. Do you remember what your actual testimony was? I know you said you remember being on the stand. Do you remember what you said? No. You know, do you recall saying anything, testifying about anything about Ivan having a gun? No. Do you remember anything about Ivan having a gun? Have you ever seen the defendant with a gun? Yeah. Mr. Betcher. I'll show you what's admitted at State's Exhibit 76B. Do you recognize that gun? Yeah. And is that the same gun you'd seen the defendant with? Yep. On how many occasions did you see the defendant with that gun? Every day. Jeff testified he saw Ivan with the murder weapon every day, and that was all a lie. Do you remember the testifying about a conversation about him asking you to be the cleanup man? No. Do you remember not testifying about it, but that even happening, him asking you about being the cleanup man? I don't believe so. 
Do you remember testifying about your drug use yeah. at trial? Yeah, well, I just said I was a drug addict. Okay. I'm going to show you, and I've marked a few things, and you're free. This is your trial testimony. Okay. And you're free to read. I've marked it, but if you want to read before where I've marked or after where I marked, that's fine with you. Or fine with me. Um, Do I have to read? No, I mean, if, do you want to refresh your memory on what no, your actual testimony really. was? Not really. So you don't remember anything I mean, that you testified about, and you don't want to refresh what you well, said? Well, it feels like there's a million people listening to me, besides just us two, so okay. I'm a walk on one of those. Jeff points to a small audio recorder on the table. A walking recorder. You're a walking recorder? Yeah, I believe so. There I got, well, I got all these voices in my head, and then I've got writing in my eyes. And all kinds of stuff. You'll remember from episode 14, Amy's neighbor TJ met Jeff on many occasions, and... Like, every time I'd see him, he was talking to himself. Normal people don't just sit and talk to themselves that long. Like, he was having a full-on conversation for, like, a half an hour. So Jeff has had mental issues for a while. Are you in pain? Oh, yeah, every day. Not physical, mental, though. I mean, it's... They just keep telling me there's all these other stories of this and that, and I don't know. I had my whole life, though. Like, when I have a camera. Do you don't want to look at this to refresh your memory? Again, I just feel like the audience. Really different, other than being recorded. Uh, there are really? people that can hear it. Well, but you're, you're not going to tell us anything but the truth. Right. So, so I'd like you to look at page 14. And if you want to read before or after to refresh your memory, that's fine. Jeff briefly reads the transcripts and hands them back to the assistant DA. I just wanted to tell my side of the story that, you know, I was heavily on drugs and on. I didn't recall any conversations that we had, you know. That you can or cannot? Cannot. We didn't have that. I don't know. So were you on drugs at the time of trial? Yeah. And if you would have testified that you were not on drugs and you were trying to stay clean but might have been drinking a little bit, would, would that have been the truth? No, I was a drug addict. Then, you know, where you could take, you know, I was a drug addict, so... At the time you testified or yeah. the time that everything happened? Both, probably both. But do you remember or is it, are you guessing? Well, I'm not guessing. I'm, I'm saying both. I was a drug addict then and, and then I was... Uh, when I went to testify. So I just don't think my statement's reliable. And what do you think your statement was? Saying that I was there, that he asked me to go help and stuff. And I, uh, I wasn't there for him to ask me to come and help and stuff. I wasn't, yeah, he never asked me. I lied. So he would, if you would have testified that there was a conversation, he asked you to be the cleanup man. Yeah. Is that, is that the, what you're talking about? Yeah, that never happened. Because, why, why do you believe that didn't happen? Just because I just don't believe it happened. Did you believe that it happened when you testified? No, that's why I don't know why I said that. I don't know, I really ain't involved in this right now. We, we came all the way up here just to talk to you. Uh, yeah. It's, it's because it's important. 
it's important for you. It's certainly important for you know for Ivan. Yeah. I don't think it should be on death row. Do you think that recanting your statement will help get him off death row? I don't know. I mean, is that is that kind of what you're hoping? Well, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think it. I don't know. Yeah, I hope to get him off death row. I hope, you know, nobody should have to be on death row. What made you make the call in February? Oh, I did before, too. Uh, a while back, also I did it. That was the second time I did it. Did you speak with anyone the first time, or just leave a message? Well, I think I just left a message, and that was it. And the second time you spoke with an investigator? Uh, in February? No, I remember I came to Amy, so... Jeff's referring to when private investigator Frankum came up to Minnesota in 2012 and interviewed Amy, when Jeff refused to answer any of his questions. About four years ago yeah. or so. Yeah. About that. And I just told her to plead the fifth. You know, I really want to help you guys. I just, you know. We just, we just want to know the truth. But I don't think that was reliable. I don't think that would put my statement. About the cleanup man? Yeah, about all that. Well, but if it, I mean, if he said it, he said it. It is what it is. Right, but uh, I don't believe he said it. No. You don't believe he said it? I don't believe he said it in that kind of way. I mean, no. You said in that kind of way. Well, I mean, I, I don't think he said that to me. He didn't say that to me. You want to be a man? No, he didn't say that to me. Going back then, I would like to take that statement back if I could. That I was that he did ask me that you know what's written there and you know can't deny what's written there. I'd like to take that statement back if I could. And why would you like to take it back? Just because I don't think I was with the full deck of cards, you know. I was, you know, I didn't think I said that. I said right off the bat, that uh, on stand that I was a drug addict. So what was going on when you decided to call us to let us know what was going on in your life? What made you feel like now was the time to contact us? Well, I don't know. It always has been going through my mind, I guess, you know. I just thought I'd call him. So has it been going on through your mind since, since you testified or recently? Since I testified, you know. I guess I kind of forgot about it for a while, but... Then it tossed back to my head, you know. I just hate to see you guys sitting on the field in this whole life, too, you know. You liked Evan, or Ivan. You were friends with him? You yeah, partied with yeah, him? We're full, yeah, we're, you know, but that's not why I'm recanting my story or anything. Well, you know. But yeah, we were friends. Yeah, I don't know if we were. I don't know. So why was it, why was it true then, but it's not true now? 
I'm just saying I like, <laughs> I plead the fifth. <laughs> no, well, that doesn't that doesn't that doesn't help us understand. Nothing nothing you say is is going to hurt you in any way or hurt Ivan in any way. It's just you know we want we want to know the truth. And if the truth was, you know, he did do he did ask you that. Fine. If the truth is he didn't ask you, then. What do we do with your statement in court? I mean, because in court, you know, I believe you told the truth. You said you would tell the truth. You took an oath to tell, to tell the truth. And I think, I think you did. Hmm. I wonder why this Collin County investigator thinks Jeff told the truth when he just told her he didn't. Right. So... I mean, we, we think it's important enough to talk with you. And that's, you know, that's why we, we flew all the way up here. To, you know, just to talk to you. You know, you made a phone call and we thought it was important. All right. I don't know what to say. Is We just want you to be honest. Yeah. Well, I like to take both statements and throw them out and just feed the film. On that. You know, this one and that one. I swear I've done this before, too, with you guys. When do you think that you've done this with us before? I don't know. I just thought, I mean, my memory's so bad. Like, lately, my life's been a movie. It's been going, like, I mean, literally, it's a movie. How long has that been going on? Well, I think about my whole life. So what is it you would like us to know before we leave Minnesota and go back down to Texas? That I just was, that's why I just was at a bad time in my life, and I might have been uh, telling the whole truth. He might not have been telling the whole truth. Right. I don't want to see a man get in trouble with my little lie or truth. You know. So are you concerned that your memory at the time of trial may not have been correct? Correct. But you don't know for sure that your memory was correct or not? No. You're just afraid? I am afraid. You're worried? Well, I'm not worried. I mean, I just, I don't, I don't know what to say. So what do, you, what do you remember about the trial? It seemed like you were pretty clear-headed in your testimony at that time. Why would this Collin County investigator think Jeff was pretty clear-headed during his testimony when he just told her he was a drug addict and he wasn't credible? Hmm, I wonder. I mean, has, it, has anybody asked you, to, you know, to, to change no, your statement? No, nothing like that. No. I just thought I would change it. I mean, not change it, but be more realistic to the value of he said, she said, isn't relevant. I was a drug addict. I don't know. I wasn't there. Uh, you you weren't there for for any of it. For anybody getting killed, any conversation that would lead up to me and him or him going to kill somebody. There was nothing like that. Is your recollection that the cleanup story was close in time to the murders? Within, yeah. And what's your recollection? Like, how much time before the murders? You know, I wasn't even in the state. You weren't in the state at the time. No. Jeff is saying he wasn't in the state at the time of the murders. Originally, Jeff testified he was living in Dallas when Ivan supposedly told him he was planning the murders and asked him to do cleanup. It was never determined the exact date Jeff went back to Minnesota, but Ivan and Amy got the Pear Ridge apartment on October 15th, and Jeff was with them then, and the murders occurred about three weeks later, so Jeff likely went back up to Minnesota about two weeks prior to the murders. And so you're thought is that your testimony was 
that it was close in time, within days, within hours of the murder? Is, is that your concern because you weren't there in Texas at the time? Do you want to look back and see what you said when the conversation happened? Do you want to refresh your memory on when that might have been? While Jeff just said this cleanup man conversation never occurred numerous times, now this assistant DA is trying to refresh his memory on when it might have happened. She hands the transcripts back over to Jeff. So 23 to 27, but if you want to read beyond that, that's fine. What's the question you're asking me, When in time, you said that one of the reasons you didn't think you told the truth or that the statement wasn't true was because you weren't there at the time. Right. This time Jeff reads the transcripts a little longer and then says, So I was really not even a factor in this outcome, was I? No, you were a witness for the state, yes. But I wasn't really like a... I mean, if, you, if you're if you're worried about your testimony putting him where he is now, that's that's not that's not the truth. Your 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 testimony alone is not would not have put him in a situation. His situation is because of something he did. Yeah, I mean, yours wasn't the only testimony we we put on. Really? There were days of testimony. Or just me and my sister. Oh yeah. Yes. There was. There were detectives, there was crime scene photos. I don't know why I called you guys. I mean, I pretty much said what I'm saying to you now. I'm on stand. I got for some reason. I was like, yeah, he did it, he did it, he did it. And I, and it I didn't, he didn't do it. I, was, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if he did it. I mean, I wasn't even there. So I. If Jeff doesn't know if Ivan did or didn't do it, I guess he didn't even believe his sister Amy's story. I should have just put the fit. And it's been a long time since you testified. A lot has gone on in your life. And so, you know, not recalling exactly what your testimony was is understandable. Are you, are you after re- reviewing what your testimony was, are you comfortable with it? Well, seeing what it was, you know, kind of a lot more than it was. You know, I guess I'm, I thought I was like saying he did it, but he didn't. I didn't say he did it. So when you called us in February, that was... That was your thought, was that you had been... Well, no, I also that I've screwed up my drugs, and I wanted to make sure that I just don't think that a long time for a man to be sitting in prison. You know, and I just wanted to let you know that I was a drug addict, like, let you know what I did let you know. I really didn't tell you nothing new today. You told us what you wanted to tell us. Well, right, but I'm telling you, but it basically falls back on the truth. Same as that, right there, huh? So, so what you're saying is that is the truth. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I wasn't there. He didn't, you know, I thought he was just blowing smoke. You know, I didn't think anything of it. If I go back in time, I just would plead the fifth. So, I hope to God I don't waste his time. Next time he'll just disregard a phone call from me. Uh, so. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Yeah, this is important. Yeah. You thought it was important enough yeah. to call us. And we thought it was important enough to come talk to you. All right. But having reviewed at least that small portion of the testimony that seemed like you were most concerned with. Right. Do you feel comfortable with the, the testimony that you just read over? Do you well, feel like... Same, same thing I wanted to tell you. So. so it's consistent with what you called to tell us on the phone is what your right. trial testimony right. was? What I said to you on the phone that I was a drug addict. 
I don't think my statement should be counted. And so your worries about your testimony when you read it, are you, do you have any worries about your testimony anymore? Yes and no. I mean, just, you know, like I said, next time I want to defend whoever it is next time, but just playing with somebody's life here, you know. Well, next time you would prefer not to have to be part of the trial. Right. But having been part of the trial, are you... I just want to say I wasn't there reliable, and I wasn't even in the state. So, I mean, but everything I told you there was the same thing I'm telling you right now. So everything that you read here is basically, what you would tell me now? Basically. Okay. Right? Does that make sense? Does it sound like No. I mean, does this alleviate some of your concerns well, about yeah, your just, testimony? Yeah, I still can't see a guy sitting there for that long. I mean, it's not up to me to worry to judge. No, and, and you're not the reason he's staying in there that long. He's he's the reason for him being that long. We just want to verify that that what you said on the stand was true. I mean, you you gave a statement, you said it was the truth, and you know that's we're just trying to we're trying to make sure that that you're comfortable with that. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, I just wanted you to know I wasn't there, and uh, my statement wasn't. But I said all this and that. I said all that on stand. Is there anything else you want to talk to us about? No. Well, we appreciate you, you know, you calling us. Yeah, well, like I just thought I could help him or help him. Like a lot of pieces of evidence in this case, this Jeff Betcher interview could be argued both ways. The assistant DA and investigator could have gone back to Collin County and typed up a report that stated after a lengthy interview with Jeff Betcher and him reviewing his trial testimony, he still stands by it. Because as you heard... So everything that you read here is basically. what you would tell me now? Basically. Okay. But anyone that listens to this interview would know that wouldn't be telling an accurate story. Before they tried to corral Jeff back into his statement, he said he lied. Yeah, he never asked me. I lied. No. But yeah, we were friends. That's not why I'm recanting my story or anything. I just, like I said, I don't think I was reliable. My statement should felt. Should be even in there. By this point in 2022, the DA's office knew about the Rolex situation. They knew Amy had presented fraudulent testimony, and now her brother was recanting. So did the Collin County Assistant DA really go up to Minnesota to get to the truth, or were they up there to try to lock Jeff back into his trial testimony? Because the state's case, the official story, was unraveling. Well, if they really wanted to get to the truth, maybe a good place to start would be talking to Jeff and Amy's stepdad, Richard Kramer. Do you remember when Jeff first told you that Ivan had, had kind of propositioned him to, to clean up and all that kind of stuff? Do you, do you remember, was that right after the murders or was that? No, no. Amy, Amy had told me that first. That's he had propositioned Jeff. Now, Amy told me to begin with, and I called Jeff and told him, well, 
because he says he don't want to be involved. He wanted no part of it. And I called him and I says, Jeff, if this really happened, you need to testify. You can't keep it a secret. So it sounds like the lie didn't start with Jeff. The lie started with Amy. All those I was told is by Amy was that when, supposedly when I even propositioned him, he left the next day. Back to Minnesota from Dallas. But in Jeff's trial testimony, when asked, quote, what actually prompted you to move back to Minnesota? Jeff answered, well, I was going to join the Army. I still to this day do not know why I moved, unquote. It wasn't Ivan's proposition that spurred on the move, because Ivan's proposition never happened. But yeah, that never made sense to me that he wouldn't warn you or his mother about Ivan, you know, a killer was going to be staying with you. If, uh, yep. if that had really happened, I would have, I would have warned my mother, you know, I said, Mom, hey, you sure, let you this Among all the others, Amy made up that lie, and Jeff basically went along for the free ride. He said the statement he provided, the court, gave the impression the murders were premeditated on Cantu's part. Mr. Betcher told me he gave a false statement, and there was no premeditation involved. He said he knows Cantu is on death row, and this has been weighing heavily on his mind. And I don't think it's a coincidence that Jeff came forward shortly after Amy died. He no longer had to go along with all the lies that convicted Ivan. Since Jeff's recanting surfaced, I reached back out to Kramer, and I sent him the 24-minute video case summary that was shown to the original jurors. After watching that video, I asked Kramer, What do I think now that I saw that? I hope to God I didn't, it didn't help convict an innocent man. Do you think it's a possibility? Yeah, with the information you're coming up with, yeah, I think there's a possibility. I still believe Amy was, was afraid of something, but it might not have been Ivan. And here's, now here's the other thing that kind of bothered me. is Ivan sat right here on the floor when he told me that they wanted him to come back to Dallas and deal with his cousin's death. And Ivan told me, he says, I don't want you to think I'm a bad person. He says, but I really don't want any part of it, you know. However, now when I look back on it, remember I told you he was calm, cool, collective. He was very nice, seemed very pleasant. Uh, I'm beginning to wonder if he wasn't telling me the truth. Maybe he was so calm, cool, and collected because he didn't do it. Because he, he was innocent. And that's gone through my mind now. I can't recant my statement because it's the statement I gave and I believed it when I gave it. However, do I question my own, what, what actually transpired? You bet I do. Do I see reason for a retrial? You bet I do. You know, and I praise you and the job you've done. Well, thank you. Yeah, I mean, you know, and a lot of people criticized me along the way just saying that, you know, I was, uh, questioning Amy as a victim but just there was just a lot of her story that didn't make sense and you know I would rather I would rather question a victim and be wrong about that than let an innocent man die you know so, exactly exactly well you um, sure yeah, you I, sure shifted some of the beliefs 
all all this time, you and I, and as many times as we've talked, I, I hope I made it perfectly straight. I want what you do. I want the truth. The quest for truth and justice continues. Ivan's subsequent writ of habeas corpus. Next time on Cousins by Blood.